When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, if you like this podcast, go behind the paywall to get privileged access to the smartest minds in finance. Join the Real Vision community and learn how to become a better investor. Visit realvision.com slash rvpod and use the promo code podcast10 to get 10% off our central membership for the first year. And now to today's episode. In this episode of V Questions, Felix Zuloff and Cullen Roche, two guests that each have major concerns about the state of the global economy, but also believe there will be opportunities for investors in the coming years, offer their views on some of the most important matters in capital markets right now. I don't know if anybody really knows, but I think that I think inflation peaked. I mean, the core PCE, which is what the Fed looks at, peaked in January, it looks like. So or it peaked early this year, but it's remained more elevated than they're comfortable with. So I think that's the bigger concern that it's going to kind of move sideways. I think there are serious disinflationary headwinds going into 2023. I think 2023 is going to be all about disinflation, which is a falling rate of of positive inflation. So the likelihood of like uh, the Fed's very worried about the 1970s repeating, which I think is going to end up looking seriously wrong, especially with the outlier risk of things like the housing market really falling apart more than they think. And so I think 2023 is going to be all about disinflation, not deflation, but certainly lower rates of positive inflation than what we've seen this year. Inflation has peaked for this first mini-cycle in a longer inflationary period, and I expect inflation to decline in most of 23 into late 23, but probably not towards um, the goal level by central banks of 2%. The factors contributing to the decline will be declining commodity prices, the base effect and the whiff of deflation coming out of China, particularly in the first half of the year. After that decline into late 2023, I do expect the next mini cycle of inflation to go up into 25 or even beyond and most likely hit higher levels than the first mini cycle. Probably not enough talk about the the Fed's impact on foreign economies and the way that the dollar funding system is so dependent on the U.S. monetary policy and the way that that can have negative ramifications for the global economy, which can sort of have this perverse feedback loop that ends up impacting the U.S. economy in negative ways. I think it's geopolitics. Uh, uh, Most people operate and uh, look at the world 
the way it was uh, 20 years ago, and the world has changed dramatically. The world is dividing into two major blocks, uh, entering a Cold War period that could eventually lead to a uh, more intense conflict uh, situation. And I think this will uh, uh, dampen uh, globalization and probably lead to some deglobalization, disrupt supply chains, uh, increase uh, the price level of many products that uh, are traded goods and therefore lead to an inflationary period. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're going to have to continue to be patient. I think I think that we're in for this is a, not necessarily a recessionary environment, but it's a certainly a much more turbulent and volatile environment coming off of the big COVID boom. And I think that housing creates a lot of potential downside economic risk or certainly the risk of sort of a stagnant environment. And so I think people need to be patient and it wouldn't be shocking if 2023 looks similar to 2022 in a lot of ways where the markets are really volatile and whipsawing. So I think people need to be patient and probably cautious. And uh, this isn't the time to be making crazy, I think, outsized, you know, really high risk bets. I think this is still a, a time to be more on the cautious side than anything else and be patient. It depends on the investor and the mandate, but I think uh, one should sit uh, calm with lots of cash in the early few months of the year because there will be an opportunity to go long risk assets like equities and commodities in the first half of the year, maybe even late in Q1. Oh, I mean, depends on who you ask. I think that most of the country feels like we've been in a recession for the last year or so, just because inflation and stagnant wages means that people feel like they can't buy as much stuff, which for real purposes, for real people, it's felt like a recession for the last 12 months, even if the NBER technically won't call it a recession because GDP is declining. But the risk of rising unemployment and continued stagnant wages is is going to continue to be high in the next year, which means that even if it's not technically a recession, it's going to feel like a recession, I think. And for a lot of people, especially with stagnant wages and whatnot, it's it's going to feel like a, a deeper decline than what the GDP numbers probably say. The recession will be uh, the deepest uh, in China. The China is already in recession and the recession will deepen. Uh, in the first half. Uh, the next uh, deep recession is in Europe, uh, Eurozone as well as the UK. And uh, in the US, we will have a relatively mild recession in terms of GDP, maybe in Q2 and 3, uh, if not a little bit sooner than that. But, but I think the US is a different story from the rest of the year. So the world economy in total, in aggregate, 
will be in a serious recession in the first half of the year, and this will impact corporate earnings of multinational companies, even in the US, where GDP will only weaken slightly. <laughs> this is a, a pretty boring answer, but I'm excited that you can get 4% on a, on a treasury bill because yeah, we haven't seen that in, I remember 15 years ago when I used to, we used to keep tons of cash. I ran a private partnership. We used to keep a ton of cash on the books all the time. And you were just clipping four to 5% risk-free all the time. And those days are back, which is actually, it's pretty awesome, especially for uh, retirees and people who have foregone, you know, anything really risk-free return for the last sort of 10 years while interest rates were at zero. The turning of the market cycle. Uh, turning points are always, uh, juncture points are always uh, very attractive opportunities because uh, future performance is decided how one behaves at major juncture points in the market cycle. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com.